Another thing that they do most days around the ship is trivia. Mm-hmm. And on day two, they were doing Disney trivia. So you best believe, we were chilling around the pool and then we were like, this is trivia. <laughs> we fully had plans to just like chill by the pool with everyone. And then Georgia was like, oh, you guys know this Disney trivia, right? And we were like, we gotta go. We're like, we gotta go. Literally. We were still wet. We were still wet running to Disney trivia being like, this is our moment. You only get one shot. Hey chicks, I'm Sal. And I'm Al. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And today, our episode is brought to you by our pals at P&O Cruises, because we are recounting our wet and wild adventure at sea on our cruise last week. Yeah, pirate's life for me, chicks. Mm-hmm. We literally had the best time. If you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you might have seen some of the snippets. But today we're going to run through all of the experiences that we had on board, the shore tours, the friends we made, the laughs, the tears, the karaoke trauma (laughs) that we inflicted on everybody on board. But make sure to listen to the very end of the episode where we will be treating you chicks to some juicy goss on how you and a friend can win a cruise with Pino Cruises. So make sure to listen to the very end. You don't want to miss it. But before we get into the hot goss, what's your life lesson of the week, Al? Okay, my life lesson of the week this week is very on theme. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's to kind of just treat everyday life as if it's a vacay. Wow. Right? So I think like every time we get back from a holiday, I'm still in vacay mode. Like mm. it's still like let's do something that I probably wouldn't do in normal day normal day life. Like when we got back from Hawaii, I remember I went out with my roommate Helena and we were just at a table and I just turned to the table next to me and I was like, oh, like, what's the occasion for tonight? Which you do on holidays. You just randomly yeah. talk to people because you know they're tourists and everyone's friendly and stuff. And then I was still in that mode and we ended up making friends. But I remember <laughs> being like, that was weird. And I was like, that was weird. I was like, there's no way I did that. Like I would normally not have the confidence to just turn to like yeah. a table full of guys and be like, so what's the occasion tonight, lads? Like blah, yeah. blah, blah. Whereas I was just like, whoops vacay and then um when we got back from the cruise on Sunday I was like it's going to be a really nice sunset and texted my friend Linnea and was like let's go down to the beach and like have a rosé and she's like oh like why don't we just come to mine and we'll like sit on the balcony and I was like no I was like let's go to Rose Bay we'll fully pack a picnic grab some nibbles and make an experience of it and for like the 40 minutes extra that it takes to get you know food and Mm. you know pack a little picnic bag and all that shit, it's so much more worth it. Like it's so much more worth it to do the little things that kind of just like elevate your life a little Mm. bit and just live the vacay fantasy every day. Yeah, it really turns it into an experience. Mm. Another thing that you always do when you're on a holiday is you'll do the tours, you'll do the sightseeing, you'll go to an exhibition, but you never do that in your hometown. Yeah. So that's like another thing that I think that you can apply from that life lesson is like, go do like a bushwalk in Sydney or Mm. go climb the Harbour Bridge and be touristy for a day. Yeah, go do tourist things. Like I think we always say this as well, like we go to so many shows that are in Sydney and, you know, experiences that are there so that you do get to experience things in your everyday life. New things, even in your local city. Yeah. I love that. 
My life lesson is also related. Oh, very good. And it's that we are officially cruise people now. <laughs> That's it. That's the life lesson. Literally. <laughs> Grab because... your Hawaiian shirts and slap your emails. We're cruise, cruise people, people now. now. Yeah, that was our slogan from the trip. But prior to P&O reaching out to us and asking if we wanted to go on this cruise, I'd never considered going on one. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's never gone on one. Like, I don't really know anybody who has. So I think maybe that's why I'd never, you know, been interested to go mm. on. But, oh, my God, we'll get into it. I won't give too much away. But we will absolutely be booking another one. Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe the life lesson there, deeper than we are cruise people, <laughs> is Give things a go, even if you're like, oh, no, like that doesn't really interest me. Mm. Like you might surprise yourself. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Very good. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. So we just got back from our P&O cruise literally this week. We miss it so much already. Yeah, the post-holiday blues are real. Mm -hmm. They have set in. But while we were on board, we did ask you all to send in some of your cruise questions for us and you sent a lot in. Yeah, you nosy little chicks. (laughs) You naughty little chicks. Yeah, naughty little chicky chicks. No, we love it. So we're going to run through a bunch of those questions and then also just talk about some of our favourite experiences on board and then, like we said, some essentials that you need to know before you go on a cruise yeah we went on the pacific explorer cruise and it was the barrier reef discovery experience with prices starting from a thousand and thirty one dollars so pretty affordable really first thing off the bat I know when I was looking at the prices I definitely thought it was going to be more expensive than that it was a 10-day cruise right it started at Sydney and then had a few stops on the way up to Cairns and then comes back yeah so the cruise goes up the coast of Australia starting in Sydney you stop at Morton Island Airlie Beach and the Whitsundays and then Cairns and then from that point at Cairns you then sail back with Mm -hmm. no stops and honestly as Sal said the price point is so good once we also get into the inclusions within that this is like that price does not just cover your accommodation and transport. There's a lot more included within that that will break down for you guys so you can actually see the value for money, which mm-hmm. is insane. 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 So one of the questions that we got quite a bit was what are the rooms like? And this was something that I was definitely wondering before we got on board because, like I said, I'd never been on a cruise. But To my pleasant surprise, the rooms were so spacious. We had lots of wardrobe space, so we were able to hang up all of our clothes. And we also had a little balcony, which also was a great way to see the view, like so many incredible sunsets and sunrises from that that view. But also it gave, you know, the illusion that you had even more space. Mm. Well, I mean, you do because you can walk out onto the balcony and sit there and get a really good sun. Mm. It's nice to be able to open up the room as well and get, you know, some fresh air. The balcony isn't the cheapest room as well, like the balcony style room. So if you do want something at a cheaper price, you can go for a different type of room that doesn't have a balcony. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's worth it. In my opinion, my definitely. professional cruising opinion, mm-hmm. I would say it's definitely a vibe. It was definitely a bigger room to the first cruise that I went on because I remember before we went on, Sal and I were tossing up whether or not we should take our big suitcases. And I was like, it depends what room we've got because if it's the room that I had the first time, then 
when I was in Hawaii, I was like, it's not, and that wasn't a Pino cruise either, but I was like, there's not a hell of a lot of room. And I was like, plus two of our giant suitcases, it just might not work. Mm -hmm. And then anyway, there was so much room, but the beds, you can fit your suitcase under the bed. So what we did was we took out our shoes, put them in the wardrobe, all of our hanging stuff, and then just put our suitcases under the bed. So you would just slide it out when you got ready in the morning, get changed and then slide it back under. So I thought that was really good that you can do that Mm. within these rooms. So much room for activities. Yeah. Then we got to play. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a, like a bar fridge. There's a bathroom in there with the shower. Like it's very spacious. Mm. In fact, it was, the room was bigger than the room that we had at our hotel in New York. That hotel in New York was grim. Mm-hmm. That was claustrophobia. Yeah, and I'm claustrophobic. So if I didn't get claustrophobic in this room and feel like I couldn't breathe, then you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. I felt like I could breathe. You know, yep. you know what I'm saying. You know what's happening right now, okay? Don't it was very dumb. spacious. <laughs> it was very spacious and so comfortable. And they also come in and clean your room twice a day. Oh, my God, yeah. And every level or every deck level has different people that manage the rooms, but it's the same people you have every day. So you get used to seeing, you know, your stewards every day that come and clean your room and they ask you about your day. Mm-hmm. You'll be leaving. They're like, oh, off to lunch. And you're like, yes. And they're like, make sure you go for a swim. But yeah, that was so nice. Such a nice touch. Everybody on the cruise is so, so lovely. Yeah. All the staff, all the entertainers, mm-hmm. they're absolute vibes. Yeah. You can tell they're just loving their life, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Okay, so another super popular question was what's the food and drink situation? So one of the best things about cruises is that your food is included. Mind blown. Mm -hmm. So literally the pantry, which is kind of like a mini restaurant all within one area, is all included and as well as the other restaurants that are on the ship. There are three restaurants that are specialty restaurants. So there is like a small extra cost that goes onto your room, but it's not like you're paying for the whole meal because it's like a little bit extra. So for example, um, at Luke's, which was one of the restaurants, a burger was like $8. Like it's not expensive yeah, it's at It's extremely all. affordable. And you can just keep eating. Mm-hmm. Like, all day. It's amazing. We'd be by the pool and I was like, I'm just going to pop to the pantry and get a wrap. I'll be right back. Five minutes, walked in, got a wrap, came back out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was just insane. It's it's not a buffet. Like it's not like you walk in and serve yourself at the pantry. There's little kind of. It's like a fancy food court. Yeah, where like you a go really up and fancy order your food, food court. But and... I don't want to say food court because I feel like that takes away from yeah. how nice it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool because people will you know, be standing and they'll serve you. And then each little station is a different cuisine. There's like Indian food, Italian food, there's hot dogs, hot dogs. Get your hot dogs in. Yeah. Asian food, heaps of Mm -hmm. stuff that is just chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. And breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally breakfast, lunch, dinner, you're sorted. Mm. And the thing that I love as well is that although there are the complimentary and then also um, the paid restaurants, I would say that the quality was fabulous across all of them. Mm. Like I had one of the best burritos I've ever had at the pantry. Oh, yeah. It was so f***ing good. But the food across all of the restaurants was so fresh. They source all of their ingredients from 
local providers in Australia, which is amazing, supporting the local community, but also it was bloody delicious. And as a vegetarian, there was heaps of options too. So the drink situation, so I don't really drink. Um, no, it's a bit, you yeah. know, so we didn't really care about that. Yeah, we've never really been big drinkers. <laughs> Mm, I have like a wine. With yeah, you. you know, like this wine. <laughs> <laughs> Liars. So <Lies>. basically, <laughs> it's a vibe. The cocktails on this cruise are so good. Oh it's my god! Actually, offensive how delicious they are. So drinks are not included within the price that you pay to go on the cruise. It is extra, but again, they're really reasonably priced. Like it's cheaper than what you would pay for in a bar or a club in Sydney. 100%. And honestly, there were so many good cocktails that I don't know which ones to recommend. But in in an objective listing Mm -hmm. of best cocktails from one to five, I would say you're going to disagree with me. That's okay. Number one is an espresso martini. Mm -hmm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, number two, a strawberry daiquiri. This is the drink that you have when you maybe got a little bit excited the night before and drank maybe a little bit too much and maybe your brain a little bit hurt. Mm-hmm. This is the best, like, gateway drink to get back into drinking. Oh, yeah. Because it's so refreshing. It doesn't taste, like, too hectic. And, you know, it's a good way to just ease back into the beverageinos if you're feeling a bit dusty. Yeah. Number three, I would say, was the top deck, which... Oh, my God. It is like a Milo chocolate cocktail, which was <sighs> heavenly. It was illegal how delicious it was. It was like a dessert in a cocktail. And I don't usually vibe with like a chocolatey cocktail either. I'm more of a citrusy gal myself, but mm. my God, did I throw that back. Yeah. It was so yummy. And I'm not a big like kind of rich person when mm. it comes to cocktails and I was just like bored. So yum. Number four would be a Cosmo. Classic. Classic. Again. Living the Sex and the City cruise fantasy. Yep. And then number five, this is going to rock Sally's world, is a mojito. Yeah. <laughs> but it sits at number five. Basic bitches represented. Finally. Sal's got like a complex about ordering mojitos because our friend that worked in hospitality was like everyone hates the person that orders a mojito because they're so hard to, dr- hard to make. Mm. They take so much time. So now Sal always gets so self-conscious I'm to always order like, mojitos. can I get a mojito? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mojito. Sorry. Yeah, literally. But oh, my God. Just, yeah. It hits different. Also, if I was to add a six in there, it would be the Toblerone cocktail which is another like piano cocktail staple mm. and it's another like desserty, chocolatey <laughs> vibe so yummy yeah it's delish the next question that we got was what's the crowd like and also would you recommend cruising as a solo holiday activity first of all the group that we went with so good was amazing. Yeah. Like we did not know anybody before we got on the cruise and by the end of it we were literally crying when we had to leave them. I feel like that's kind of the environment that cruises foster. Like you become family with all the people that you're hanging out Fully. with because you're with them all the time. Yeah, I was texting a friend while we were on the ship and they were like, what has been your favourite experience so far? And I was literally like everyone that we've met on the ship because 
we literally became the family. In terms of the crowd on the cruise, it was a total mix. It wasn't what I expected at all. There were heaps of young people there, like people there with their mates or couples, young couples, you know, going on a little romantic getaway. Mm, that was us. Yeah, exactly. There was also families and then also like some retirees who were down to party. That was also us. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh... But the everybody on the cruise is just down to have a good time. So, for example, at the sail away party, everybody was up on the deck watching the sunset and going under the Sydney Harbour Bridge and they have live music and dances and stuff and everybody was on the dance floor of like every age demographic ever and everybody's just down to have a good time. Yeah. So I would say that it is absolutely a good idea for a solo traveller because there are so many activities on board where you will have opportunities to meet new people and everybody's just down to have a good time and everybody's super friendly. So you will make friends. Yeah. I think a common misconception with cruises is that it's for, you know, an older age group, mm-hmm. which definitely there like is that age group on board but there is all walks of life like this is the perfect thing to do for like your 30th or you know new year's they'd have like christmas and new year's cruises and also maybe like a hens party or something like that it's so fun you it's definitely not just for older age groups definitely works for the family as well you know if you have if you have that mm-hmm. that would be nice <laughs> If you belong. If you have people that love you, (laughs) take them on a cruise. (laughs) Or if you're too drunk and bogans like us, we had a jolly old time. Yeah, but you will make friends. It's Mm. like that that vacay vibe of everyone's just there to have a good time. Yeah. That you can sit at a table next to other people and you'll end up like best friends inviting them to your wedding by Mm -hmm. the end of the dinner. Yeah. If I was getting married. Nobody (laughs) loves me. No one's even proposed. No one's even. No I, one even says they like me. I volunteer as tribute. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, another question that we got was, "What's cruising like now that it's back?" And because you've been on a cruise, Al, do you want to fill me in? <laughs> What's the difference? Honestly, not much. Like I think we've obviously not been able to travel too much over the last three years. But if anything, I feel like it's better. So I think the main thing is that you only need to wear masks indoors when you can't social distance and you don't have to wear them when you're eating or drinking. And other than that, all the other things that are a little bit different kind of make the trip better. So you get your rooms clean twice a day. The entire ship is so clean. Mm. Like I think I never saw the bathrooms dirty ever. No. Ever. There was no rubbish anywhere. It's literally sparkling. And... Other than that, I honestly didn't feel like there was much of a difference. Yeah. What can you do on board? And holy shit, it would probably be quicker (laughs) if we could run through what you can't do because, my God. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee before we get into this. Yeah. We thought it would be easiest to run through day by day and break down exactly what we did and then we can also share some of the other things that our new besties also did that we didn't go along for the ride for maybe because we were too hungover maybe because we had a clash with Disney trivia but we'll get into it we'll get into it okay so day one Mm -hmm. oh I think day one was up there with one of the best days for me because it was the vibe like you know first day of holidays everyone is so excited to be going away that the energy is just there Mm -hmm. but I feel like at the start you know 
people are still a little bit nervous to get involved and like they're kind of watching but the entertainment team come out and get the dance floor going a bit and they get people kind of up and into it but at the start people weren't really weren't really jumping in too quick because it's just a bit like nerve-wracking and so then anyway we were there with Georgia from P&O and they did the nut bush and she was like, girls, why don't you go do the nut bush? We were like, okay. <laughs> Literally so don't have to ask us twice. To go do the nut bush in the middle of this giant ship and then everyone just got involved. But I forgot how to do the nut bush for like five seconds. <laughs> I was stressed. You're like, take me back to primary school. Legit. Like, hey, got it. I was like, wait a second. We still did it wrong. Whatever. We still did it wrong the whole time. We'd had a few cocktails. I don't think by we did point. it right once in the <laughs> whole thing. But from that point on, there was just an absolute vibe of a dance floor, mm-hmm. which then was followed by these two idiots <laughs> at karaoke. Mm-hmm. They do karaoke, I'm pretty sure, every night or most nights. And let me tell you, it goes off. Oh my God. It goes off. I was so proud of the Australians on this ship because normally in Australia, people don't really get around karaoke that much. Mm. Not the case. Not the case. Not the case. It was amazing. So obviously, I think we were the second act to go up and naturally sang Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Mm -hmm. And naturally, we're way too much. (laughs) (laughs) We got up and we'd had a couple bevs. So, you know, we had the liquid courage and we got up and we were like, Cruises, are you ready to sing? And it was just cricket. <laughs> just staunching around and being like, get up! Woo! No, but at the start, because we were only the second act, so at the start we were like, yeah, like, let's go! And everyone was like, woo! Yeah. So that was supportive. But by, like, mid-song, this entire bar is screaming, living on a prayer with us. I yeah. watched the video back. I might post it in the Facebook group. Might not. I'll see how I feel that day once I watch it through <laughs> again and check it. But it was incredible. Like everyone's in this bar is like screaming this song. And then from that point on, everyone that got up for karaoke, everyone was so supportive. <laughs> or they'd be there being like, I'm a bit nervous, so can you come up and dance? And then everyone would run to the dance floor and then dance and sing with this person. Incredible. So Should've good. Walked. Think about four people sung ABBA, which I was like, down. Yeah. Amazing. They really did. Keep up the good work. There, there were a lot of good tunes, actually. Mm. Good taste, everyone. Good yeah, job. Great work. See, that's also the thing about it not being, you know, 17-year-olds flocking the whole thing because I don't have to listen to Dua Lipa 72 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Mm. No whap up in here. So a quick word from our sponsors, p Cruises. As we've mentioned, one of our favourite things about this entire experience is how affordable it is. So 50% of Aussies have stated that they don't have a holiday booked in the next six months and 40% of Australians also say that they can't afford one financially due to rising costs of interest and inflation. With the cost of living going up and just the struggles of the last couple of years, We deserve a holiday more than ever. And as we mentioned, cruises are super cost effective with so many of the dining experiences and perks included in your ticket. So we'll make sure to chuck a link in the show notes so you can start browsing and book your P&O cruise. Today. Yesterday. Book it now. (laughs) 
Okay, moving on to day two, which was a sea day. And another thing that they do most days around the ship is trivia. Mm-hmm. And on day two, they were doing Disney trivia. So you best believe we were chilling around the pool and then we were like, this is trivia. <laughs> we fully had plans to just like chill by the pool with everyone. And then Georgia was like, oh, you guys know this Disney trivia, right? And we were like, we got to go. We're like, we got to go. Literally. We were still wet. We were still wet running to Disney trivia being like, this is our moment. You only get one shot. One this opportunity. Last chance to take it by. <laughs> Make it all night. We're going to show what it's all, all about. about. It's now or never. It's a bit of high school musical for you guys. Mm-hmm. On theme. But anyway, it was hosted by Damien from the cruise. Our who king. We, literally our king who we are obsessed with. The funniest dude ever. And he was like singing along. Yeah. But it was so much fun. The room was packed with probably, what, like 100 people or something doing this trivia. Yeah. And... Yeah. Guess who won? These motherfuckers. Two broke chicks, baby. Two broke chicks. Yeah. I don't know if that's something that we should tell people, but. Whatever. I'm proud. I think we got, what was it? Like 58 out of 59. We got 52 out of 53. We were nearly a perfect score, but the only thing we lost a point on was because we didn't know how to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, Mm. you know? And then there was another team that was like, Oh, we need to we need to count our scores because we might have beat them. And I was like, No, you didn't. <laughs> we were taking this so seriously, like we were staring them down. <laughs> They're like, "This is a game for children." Yeah, and we're like, "This is a matter of life or death for us." Fully, I don't yeah. think you understand. My entire life had led to that moment. Mm-hmm. I texted my mum. Was like, "We won Disney trivia," and she was like, "Good girl, I'm so proud of you, honey." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Thank you." It was it was a highlight of my life, legit. Mm-hmm. And then another highlight of day two was the stand-up comedy show. Oh my gosh, so good. Which was so funny. I'm sure you can only imagine the cackles that were coming out of Al and I. And it's free. Mm. It's free to go to trivia. It's free to go to the comedy show. Free. Free, free, free. Saturday party. Free. Karaoke. Free. Free, free, free. It's actually amazing. And then another really cool thing that we did was we went to the Bonded Store Bar, which is like a speakeasy hidden bar on the ship that do a lot of those incredible signature cocktails that we were talking about before. So definitely check that out. Yeah. And if Julius is working there, I still love your name. Oh if you're God. listening to this, Julius, Shout I out feel Julius. like we have something. And Prem. Prem, my main man, Prem. <laughs> he was like making our cocktails for us and really just like one of those people that loves to laugh. Yeah. So I love people. So like naturally that. we were obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another night that we were at a different bar and he walked past and he's like, hey, girls. And we were like, Prem, Prem, come sit down, have like, a drink. I don't know how they remember everyone. I know. It's incredible. I forget your name. <laughs> you know, I forget my name. I forget the name of the guy that I went on a date with last week. Get the name of this podcast. <laughs> Who are we? Okay. Day three, we went to Morton Island. So that was our first shore day stop. It was beautiful. It literally looked like the Bahamas. It did. It was insane. I was like, are we really in Australia right now? Are you sure you didn't make a quick right turn and like head to the Caribbean? And you know what's crazy is we got off the ship. Like we'd been on this ship for two days, right? Got off the ship and you're in Queensland. Yeah. Which which was wild. Like for us, we kept being like, whoa. Yeah. Like we, it was kind of magical because you don't feel like you're on a ship traveling somewhere because you're already doing so much and having so much fun that when you 
port wherever you're going to or wherever you're doing your shore tours, it's so wild because you feel like you just went to sleep and woke up somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So when we're in Morton Island, there are a bunch of shore tours that you can do. You can go parasailing, quad biking. You can go snorkeling around like shipwrecks, which is ookie ookie, but mm-hmm. really fun. So it reminds Sal of the opening scene in The Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> but what we did was we fed wild dolphins. Literally just put me down now. My, my life peaked. Absolutely. Bucket it was so beautiful. So the thing that we really liked about this was they're not dolphins at SeaWorld. They're literally wild dolphins that know that they're going to get fed at sunset at this beautiful beach. You watch the sun coming down and then you walk out into the water and you give them fish under the supervision of the aquatic life team that is at Morton Island. and. The other thing was they don't force feed. Like it's mm. they're really responsible in the way that they do this because the dolphins were being really naughty when we were there and they'd already eaten somewhere in the wonderful world of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So they weren't really hungry. So they were like, look, everyone gets rather than because two people would go out and then it was like, okay, two people don't get fish, only one person gets a fish because they didn't want to overfeed them, which I think is a really good thing to recognize it's still such a wonderful experience to see dolphins so close up it was insane literally it brought like tears to our eyes we couldn't believe that we were so close to wild dolphins Mm. and even if you don't book that experience you can sit up on the wharf and watch all of the dolphins coming in being fed and I would highly recommend that as well Mm. because it's such a beautiful sight to see them all in their natural habitat and with the sunset in the background like oh my god yeah so you can book your shore tours in advance um, or you can book them on the ship we would recommend booking them in advance because they can sell out like Mm -hmm. the dolphins one was really popular so and we highly recommend that one so make sure that you put that on your list of things to do yes definitely 10 out of 10 Mm -hmm. i just wanted to lay down in the ocean with them and be like take me out boys i know just like jump on one's back and be like give me go (laughs) (laughs) take me down to atlantic up stat (laughs) (laughs) and then that night when we went back to the ship It was the back-to-school night, so everybody was dressed up in school uniforms and jerseys. Al and I went as to, I was going to say sexy teachers, but it wasn't sexy. (laughs) It was just teachers. It was just teachers. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. It was was your daggy history and English teacher. Who's the history and who's the English? I'm the history. You're the English? I was going to say I'd be the history. Really? Yeah. But we both liked history. Maybe we could be both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can be ancient history. You can be modern history. Done. Nailed yeah. it. And then we also went to the Purple Rabbit Magic Show, which was one of the few ticketed paid events I on board. I think it's the only one. Yeah. It's the only show that you need to pay for the tickets. Mm-hmm. It's an adults only show, which vibes. Yeah. Um, even the ones that weren't adults only are still really good, but you know, you like it to be a bit naughty. Mm. And this one was a bit naughty. It was a bit naughty. But in the best way possible. So they have like a mix of, you know, magic, comedy, talent, and just crazy wacky things that uh you just don't understand how it's happening. 
Sal was taken up on the stage at one point. Yep. And she was so cute. She was like, what's going on? I was like, what are you going to make me do? She had to colour in a butt plug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had the butt plug divided into different sections and then I had to grab a pen and colour in each section a random colour and the magician was blindfolded and couldn't see what I was doing. And then she revealed the artwork that she'd created before the show and lo and behold, it was the same way that I'd coloured it in. But it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there, does it, Sal? <laughs> and she squatted down and pulled out a butt plug of the not exact... Not real, not real, not real. Not real, not but... Not real. <laughs> like... Yeah, we're not in Amsterdam. Yeah, we're on a P&O cruise. But she pulled out this butt plug <laughs> and it was the same colours that I'd coloured in and that she'd coloured in before. I was like, what? We're at Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> magic. But yeah, so Purple Rabbit, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. And then day four was a sea day. And I really, I enjoyed the sea days as much as I enjoyed the shore days. Me too. To be honest. And it was a very relaxing day because I feel like Morton Island had been such a big day. Yeah. They were ready to relax. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the spa. Mm-hmm. There's a spa. There is a spa. And if you don't go to the spa, I want to talk to you. Yeah, what are you doing? Because it is heavenly it is the one thing that I would I've said that about seven times in this whole episode (laughs) but I'm like the one thing that you have to do is everything (laughs) (laughs) so there's a spa and there's also a gym for those people you know which we obviously which, frequented you know, every day. Every morning, rain, hail, or shine. But that was where they should have the cocktails, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you do go to the gym, though, it is beautiful because it's looking out over the water that it's just stunning. Yeah. Absolutely. J'adore. But the spa, we both had a deep tissue massage, mm. which hit home. <laughs> that sound tells you everything. Yeah, and it was so good. I feel like the lady that did mine was like a naturopath. Because she was like massaging my lower back and she was like, Oh, you get really bad period pain. And I was like, How are you not it? And I was like, Yes, thank you, lady. And then there's another thing she said I can't remember. But then the last thing she said was as I sat up and she was like, I feel like maybe you need to, you know, go get massages more or relax a bit more. And then she goes, Your body told me it's crying. <laughs> and you're like, it is, but rude. I was like, <laughs> snitch. <laughs> That's between you and me, buddy. So good. But also, I love you. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. It's like, please, no more espresso martini. <laughs> I'm like, to the bar. <laughs> so good. So then day five, we docked at Airly Beach in the Wit Sundays. And again, it was just incredible to see Australia, both of us had never been to the Wit Sundays before. Mm. So it was really incredible to go. And we did a scenic reef flight, which was our shore tour. And so you get in this small plane, which <laughs> was an experience for me. Mm. I have a fear of flying. I have she a fear was of everything. <laughs> I'm trying to play it cool and sounds like she was shitting herself. <laughs> but there was like two other girls that were a bit nervous about getting on a small plane as well. So I was kind of like, I don't want to add to yeah. like the nerves already so I was just being really quiet I could just see Sal out of the corner of her eye just constantly watching me and I'm like just leave me alone <laughs> I said just let me go through these emotions by myself and it was completely unnecessary to be that nervous it was so fine it was honestly that was a smoother plane flight than the big planes that I've been on before <laughs> I was Literally. like what's going on yeah and 
just seeing the Great Barrier Reef like that is like no other experience you're going to have ever, ever. Do you hear me? Ever. Yeah. It's just the best view of the Great Barrier Reef. And we saw the Heart Island in the reef, which was so cool. Yeah, I was the like, heart of the reef. Yeah, it's so gorgeous. We saw whales. Mm. Oh, it's just the best. Definitely recommend doing that. I think it's probably the best way to see the reef. 1,000%. It was beautiful. Yeah. They also have a crew talent show on the ship where everyone that works with, on p not just the entertainers, get up and do their talent. Mm -hmm. And so it can be, you know, the people that work behind the bar, the people that work in the kitchen, your stewards, the people that run the kids club as well. Everyone gets up and they do talents. There were people dancing. There were people singing. There was comedy acts. Comedy acts of Findicella, which (laughs) sent me. But one of them was absolutely insane. We were sitting there gobsmacked at the talent of this person. Their name was Alex Hurrigan and they <laughs> actually got up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, my God. You got me, girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> Just joke. Her name was Patricia and she worked in one of the bars, I believe, and she was the finishing act mm-hmm. and she sang Shallow from the iconic movie with Lady Gaga from A Star is Born, that's it. And, oh, my gosh, I don't think there was a dry eye. There was not a dry eye in this whole arena. I'm going to call it an arena. And she was nervous. I was like, why? She She was so talented. I would have paid to see someone like her sing. Absolutely. But we didn't because do you want to know why? Because everything's free. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's free. Not everything's free. Little asterisks on that one. <laughs> TM, whatever it is. A lot of T's it is apply. free. T's and T's <laughs> apply, but a lot of shit is free. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, one of the popular questions we got was, did we get seasick? No. Nope. We didn't, which is really good because Sauna in the back of cars gets so sick. Like we get the worst motion sickness that mm-hmm. we're like every two seconds. So we were fine. But if you do worry that you might get seasick, there's medical staff on the ship that you can go see if you are feeling sick. There are also seasickness bands that you can wear, Mm -hmm. which our friend Ari was wearing and she had been on a cruise before, got seasick, and then this cruise she wore them and she didn't get seasick at all. So if you are worried about it, maybe prep in advance and then see how you go. But the ship was so smooth like I didn't really even feel it rocking yeah if the rooms are rocking it don't come and yeah yeah okay so super quickly we're going to go through the things that you need to know about going on a cruise we've Mm -hmm. got five top tips (laughs) five top tips just the tip to go through number one make sure you take a good pair of sunglasses Purely because as beautiful as looking out on the ocean is, like you're surrounded by ocean, the glare is like, hey, girl. Mm -hmm. So you really need like a good pair of sunglasses because it is quite bright. Yeah. Shine bright like a diamond. Mm -hmm. Number two, like Al said before, book your shore tours in advance. You can book these on the ship, but the popular ones do sell out quickly. Mm. So definitely book them in advance. 
Yeah. Number three, chairs around the pool are a hot commodity. So make sure you get in there and get them quick sticks. But also there are heaps of areas other than, you know, the main pool area to be able to lounge and relax Mm -hmm. and things like that. So if you don't get a chair there, don't stress. There's heaps of other areas. But if you do want one by the pool, make sure you get there in there nice and early. Mm -hmm. And don't let it go. Literally. Spread your chef work. Do chef work yeah. when you guys need to go to and from the bar. Plus you don't even need to get up because people will come and take your order mm-hmm. if you want, you know, a glass of water or a strawberry wink, daiquiri. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> get the daiquiri gals. Number four, check what themed parties are going to be on your cruise before you go so you know what to pack. So like we said, we had the back to school night and the white party, so we made sure that we packed appropriately. Mm -hmm. And then there was also a Great Gatsby event, which we didn't get to, but oh my God, it looked so fun. They had arts and crafts sessions during the day where you could make little headbands. They taught you like a um, 1930s dance earlier in the day. And then during the evening, there was a flash dance and everybody breaks out into the dance together. It's so much fun. But yeah, pack your pearls and your sequins or whatever you need. But yeah, definitely check what theme nights are going to be on board. Yeah. And then last but not least, take the stairs. So there are six lifts on each deck, but it's so quick to just take the stairs. If you're going from, you know, deck nine to deck 12, it literally takes two minutes. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're walking up flights of stairs. It's just because there's so many people on this ship that you might end up waiting a little longer than you want to, and it will be quicker to just take the stairs. Plus, I felt because we were eating so much food, it's actually nice to take the stairs and get your steps up, mm-hmm. but also, you know, move around, get exactly. the get the energy moving and move around to some of those some of those meals. Mm-hmm. Mountain of meals. <laughs> yep. All mm-hmm. we did was eat and it was Eat, heaven. drink, play. Yeah. That's my what's that movie? Eat drink love. Wait. No. Pray, pray, eat, eat pray love. Eat pray love. Us is eat drink love. <laughs> Eat, drink, fight. Eat, drink, <laughs> fight. That's my love life. Oh, my God, literally. Well, that is a wrap on our magical P&O Cruise adventure. Thank you so much to P&O Cruises for sponsoring today's episode and also giving us this opportunity. We obviously had the best time. I could not fault it. I'm going to say something a bit crazy here. I'm going to say something a bit crazy. So together, Sal and I have been to LA, New York, Hawaii, Seattle, Melbourne. And I think this has been my favorite holiday. I think think that is a big statement because Hawaii is pretty up there and Disneyland is pretty up there. But I actually think this was my favorite holiday that we have ever been on together. I think I'd have to agree. Oh, my God. Oh my god, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> like it there's just there wasn't a single day or thing that I could fault. Whereas I feel like on other days, like on other trips, I've been like, oh, like that probably wasn't worth the money, or that was really expensive, or I'm too tired, I can't be bothered. I just yeah. didn't feel that at any point in time. Yeah. On this trip. Mm-hmm. It was good vibes. It was 100% good vibes. of the time. And because we want to share the good vibes, we have teamed up with P&O Cruises to give you all the chance to win a cruise for you and your bestie. So head on over to our Instagram to throw your hat in the ring and for all of the T's and C's. Mm-hmm. 
Very exciting. You can take me if you want. I was going to say, I'm like, can we enter? If you <laughs> win, again. my Instagram is at Alex Perrigan. Just message me. I'll <laughs> see you there, baby girl. Exactly. We'll show you all the hodgepodge, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, that is a wrap for another episode of Two Broke Chicks. Thank you to our production team, Paria Tahazadeh, Bambi Media and Made in Katana Studios for having us. And thanks to you, chicks, for having us in the ear holes. We love to be here. See you, chicks. See you on board, baby. See you on board on the high seas. Ow. <laughs> Bye.